What is up, Brew and Bullshit fans? Thank you for tuning back in to the show. If you guys are new to our show, be sure to go to brewandbullshit.com. You can find everything you need to know about the show, latest episodes. Uh, we'll have merch very soon. Uh, the About Us, contact information, all these things. You can find that at brewandbullshit.com. In this episode, I had Tony Gunn on the show. Tony is an entrepreneur and a gun enthusiast. He's been posting some really badass videos online, uh, gun training or tactical style training, if you will, and gun stuff. And they, that's caught my eye. Um, we actually went to school together, but we never like formally met. So it was nice to actually have him in the studio, formally meet him, sit down, pick his brain a little bit, talk about guns, cars, real estate, everything he has going for himself and his family. Um, and it was a lot of fun. He also gifted me with this super badass mug that came with this really tall beer. It was called a uh, Polliner. So I appreciate you for that, man. Um, and it was a pleasure having you on the show. And I think you guys will enjoy this episode. Cheers. Mr. Tony Gunn, what's up, man? What's going on? Not much, brother. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for this badass mug. And uh, what kind of beer is this? It's a Polliner. Okay. So, yeah, I've never heard of a Polliner before until now. <laughs> yeah, Polliner, it's, it's it's a good beer. It's obviously it's an imported. Um, where is this from? Germany. It's okay. a German beer. Yeah, and you were just telling me, like, they, uh, they pretty much just school us on... Uh, they 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 run the show when it comes to beers and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Germany, um, uh, Belgium. Yeah, they, they they do it. Hell yeah, yeah. And man, like I was just telling you. So you know, in the beginning, I started the show. It was beer and bullshit. Um, but you know, I, I'm not like a beer connoisseur. You know what I'm saying? I like drinking. I'll drink a fucking a Bud Light ice. Yeah. I, I don't care what it is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'll drink whatever type of beer. I just like. Drink a beer, having a good time, having conversations. Yeah. So uh, it's nice to have guys like you come on and, you know, bring stuff like this. Yeah, you know, see, this, uh, th that's my thing. I like trying new beers, Yeah, stuff like that, especially in ports because, you know, yeah. it's like a lot of people say they don't like beer. And it's like, well, there's hundreds, thousands there's, of beers. There's so many types you know, of. Same thing with wine. You know, wine, if somebody says they don't like wine, I'll say, yeah. well. I don't know if you've tried if you tried every wine that there is. Right. You know what I mean? To to make that yeah. call or judgment. Yeah. Have you been to any of the uh the breweries uh, like around Southeast Texas? I have not. Uh, I've been wanting to get over to the St. Arnold's in Houston. I just oh, never yeah, made yeah. it. Um I have went to a place in Houston that um a guy I work with, he brews beer uh -huh. and he told me about it. It's called the Flying Saucer. Mm. And I think they have a few chains throughout and I think they have, you know, over 50 60 beers on tap at all times so you can go there damn. and take flights yeah and basically a flights i think uh you know four to eight ounces yeah you get to pick six or seven beers and say see what you like and then you know if yeah. you want to get a 12 ounce or you get a 12 ounce or you can just try them all see what everything tastes like yeah i'm gonna have to check that place out um i will recommend uh if you decide to go to any in southeast texas the first one i'd go to uh and i guess i'm biased because i had them on <laughs> uh is buxton brewery in uh, nederland okay yeah it's uh, it's right off boston ave it's yeah. crazy because it's like right next to like the the uh, uh the police department all kinds of shit but everyone's so supportive you know of their company they offer uh, uh craft beers pizza 
all kinds of cool shit. So cool. yeah, check it out. You yeah. look for the uh, there's a pug. They have a pug as the logo with antlers on his head. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a trip. That. Nah, <laughs> you have to try that out for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip, man. And also, bro, like I appreciate you coming on, man. This is uh for everybody listening. Uh, Tony and I went to school together, but this is our first time actually meeting and having a conversation. <laughs> so how's yeah. everything been since, since school, man? <laughs> man, it's a blur. You know, right? It's just time yeah. flies, you know. It's so so fast, man. Uh, I'm sure you guys, did you guys have like a class reunion in tenure? Uh, I think so, but I didn't attend. I, 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 I'm <laughs> really? either too busy working or doing something else. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I never... Yeah, Never just made that. staying busy, being, yeah. a, being a father. And, That's it. And also uh, doing real estate and stuff. That's cool. What yep. what got you into real estate? Uh, well, really, my parents, you know, years ago, they, they got into it doing rent houses mm. and stuff like that. And I would go help with the dirty work, cleaning out houses and doing whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just knew it was a, a second stream of income. Yeah. You know, it's like, man. You can get some rental properties going. You yeah. just have money just coming in. For sure. You know, with, with you know, a minute amount of work yeah. to be done sometimes. And yeah. so that and then uh, obviously the Grant Cardone out of Lake Charles, which he's into apartment complexes. Um, but th- that kind of got me going to, yeah. you know, hey, I need to get into real estate. And mainly just, you know, needing money. Yeah, you, know, you need need more money because you, you can never rely on anything. You know, just sure. like uh, what's that plant that blew up in Mid County? Uh, TPC. TPC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, them guys. You know, see all these instrument operators, electricians. And they're in their big fifty, sixty thousand dollar trucks. Yeah, two hundred thousand dollar <laughs> houses, and yeah. all they're relying on is that TPC. And yeah. And tomorrow, you know, the thing blows up, and now, uh oh. Yeah. Two months later, they're laying off because, well, we don't have a plant no more. You know, they would have never imagined our plant's going to blow up and I won't have a job. Yeah. Never, so, never in life. You're absolutely right, man. And I commend uh, people like uh, you and I, you know, because, I mean, you're thinking outside the box. You know, here in Southeast Texas, uh, you know, I don't want to knock anybody. But like you said, you know, it's uh, I feel like we're sculpted to to do the norm. You know, we go to school, we go to college uh, or some sort of uh, pick up some sort of trade. Most of the times it's for plant work, you know, uh, instrumentation. You're doing all these types of things. Uh, and there's not a lot of us that just think outside of that, you know, yeah. getting into real estate, uh, doing other things because it's not, you know, the, the job you have. Yeah, it's good money for now. But yeah, like TPC. Shit can blow up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, or they can, or like Invista had the big layoffs, you know, yeah. four or five years ago, you know, hundred, hundred something employees, you know, and you think, oh yeah, I got me a plant job. I'm, I'm set. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's not always, you know, that's not the always, case. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, bro. For sure. And, but and then it also, you know, depends on what you want. Yeah. You know, if there's, you know, going to college and that's what I did. I went to college, got a degree, got a job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that's, that kind of is a foundation, you know, and if, if that's what, if that's all you want, then yeah. that's good because yeah. that will give you, you know, a, a car, a house and go on vacation once a year. But, you know, really I, I've been doing that for a little bit now and I realize that's not what I want. Yeah. You, you want, want a little want, bit more. more. Right. You know, and really freedom is the thing. Yeah. You know? So money is freedom. For sure. For sure, man. It's uh the that old saying, cash flow is king. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh or, or the um 
money won't make you happy. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I don't think I've ever heard a rich person say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, as of like right now, if you don't mind me asking, how many uh, like uh, properties do you have or rent houses? Um, well, I just started uh, about, I don't know, a little over a year ago. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's only been about a year. Okay. Actually, a year and October. Mm. So, yeah, it's right, right about a year. I actually started purchasing properties. And so this year, I think we did five, yeah. you know, a couple Damn. rentals and a um, couple flips. Yeah. And we're finishing up one right now. So we, uh, it's been a fast year for me. Yeah. And how's, uh, how is it? How do you uh, look at the, the housing market and everything this year because of the COVID situation and things like that? Man, really, before I bought, I did, honestly, I did two years of research. Yeah. Like I knew I wanted to do it. Yeah. And so I just saved literally yeah. for, for two years. Harvey hit me pretty hard. Um, I didn't have flood insurance, and so I ended I think, up. I think it hit a lot of people, though. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. You know, in this area, it fucked us up. Houston yeah. as well. Oh, Houston. It, it hit. Harvey affected a lot of people. Yeah. But really, when Harvey hit, it was kind of, it was an eye-opener for me. Yeah. I had to, I didn't have flood insurance. Uh, ended up being around $52,000 it cost me out of pocket. Yeah, so I had to, I had to use some of my own money, and I had to get an SBA loan yeah. to try to help with all it cost yeah so you know that that happened and then since then real estate's it's, it's, it's actually pretty good yeah yeah it did slow down um it kind of made me nervous because i had a closing date the day all this door started being locked and people started wearing masks and stuff and the day i went to close i went to the title company and the door was locked Ah, shit. And I'm like, what's going on? And yeah. they came to the door and said, oh, only one person in at a time and you have to have a mask. And so it was kind of like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like, You're about to take a $25,000 check from me. You yeah. know, like it kind of made me nervous. For sure. And then I talked with a few realtors and they said it definitely slowed down. Yeah. But people still are moving in, new jobs. Yeah. Uh, people are still buying, but it definitely did slow down the real estate and honestly i think uh i mean you would know uh, better than i would uh here in in texas like we uh the housing market is just it seems like it's always okay you know people are moving from other states to texas just due to uh you know everything being just so much better you know here you know yeah. whether it's housing market or uh taxes being lower than california and places like that yes so. definitely taxes you're moving out of California. I mean, yeah. That, that's a joke. But also <laughs> the weather. People don't want to live up there in Chicago and, yeah. you know, New York when it's you ice, you're getting iced in and stuff. Oh, no, that's it. You're, I'd be uncomfortable. You know, I know it gets hot here, you know, in summertime and it's October now and it's warm. But, uh, you know, just all year round, it just depends on where you're at in Texas, I feel like. You yeah, know? it is. And I mean, a lot of people, we complain about the weather because you don't know what it's going to do here. Yeah. You don't ever hear of anybody saying, yeah, I'm going to retire and move up to New York. Nah. You know, it's always, it's always, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to move down to Florida where it's warm and all he needs is a hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, man. Yeah. So, man, the guns, bro. I seen, uh, it was last night, your your latest video with the uh, the cigar. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like, yo, tell Paulie I took care of that thing for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the old Thompson M1A1. <laughs> That's what that was? Yeah. You're shooting? It's a, it's a uh, SBR uh, full auto. Okay. Thompson. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. man. I, like I watched the, the entire video, you know, you're shooting uh, full speed and then it goes slow motion. I'm like, damn, that thing is sick right there, man. Yeah, it, it shoots pretty fast. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just could, uh, considering we're from Southeast Texas, um, uh, you know, I'm sure you've al always been around guns, you know, uh, hunting, rifles, stuff like that. What got you into this? Uh, you know, just making videos, tactical style training, things like that. Man, really just, uh, I'd say just my love for guns and movies. Yeah. I mean, you know, Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator, all that stuff is just like, that's awesome. And then, yeah. you know, because I grew up not around guns, and I think maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. Um, like, my dad and my family was anti-guns, really. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh, you know, we don't need guns in the house, you know. Yeah. But... Um, and then I turned 21 and bought my first pistol and then, you know, you start to see school shootings and yeah. massacres and all this crazy shit. And it's like, uh, yeah. well, you know, cause sometimes calling the cops takes a while. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever called the police. It takes somewhere from <laughs> seven to 15 minutes, yeah, you man. know, for them to get there. Yeah. And you ain't got that kind of time. No, no, no. Not when you're in a situation like some of the, some of the things we hear about on the news. Excuse me. Exactly. You know, so it's um, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, and, um, you know, I have like a, a little common knowledge on, on guns and everything, but it seems like you had just your next level with it, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I'm just, <laughs> like, you know, I'm not military or law enforcement. Yeah. But um, but you don't need to be to get into firearms and to right. get one. You know what I mean? You can you can buy a firearm that's tons of stuff youtube find yeah. out what you want what you want it for is it going to be for your car carry gun whatever yeah and do some research and there's tons of training out there you can go get you know for sure they actually have classes obviously for your license to carry but Did that's, you ever, that's uh, not that's not really uh i wouldn't consider that that's just to legally have a firearm it's not real training you know what i mean yeah yeah did you ever consider going to like military or anything like that i did yeah you know, I, I always thought that'd be good but um you know growing up i looked around and you know some of my the neighbors that lived around us guys worked in the plants and i'm looking at them like man they got a big two-story house yeah bass yep. boat and wait and they're going to the lake this weekend they yeah. got a lake house <laughs> man I, I knew i wanted that at least yeah i said i i, I want a boat i want to fish i want a nice house yeah and then they're going yeah, on vacation sure. i yeah. said yeah I, I at least want that yeah. what'll get me that for sure you know and military wasn't that and my real passion was going to be coaching and coaching uh, that didn't cover that either yeah so you know i went chasing money not my dreams yeah yeah but because of the money now i can buy the guns that i want oh for sure so i mean you know <laughs> yeah it seems like you're chasing both now though you know i mean you know or you're chasing your dream more dreams more so which will bring i mean you know this uh will bring the money yeah <laughs> eventually you know yeah so uh you know just with coaching though you know and watching your videos have you ever considered like opening like a uh like a training course or something along those lines man that, that would be great i'd love to yeah if i could ever find the time yeah you know um that would be something good to do. There's tons of training platforms out there. Yeah. And, you know, everybody seems to be against each other, you know. Mm. So, so, you know, if there could be something to where everybody could come together, it'd be more powerful. For sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, next to music or uh, sports, I feel like sports does that as well. Uh, right now, though, I think it's, uh, you know, we and I just had this convo, bro. Uh, 
we can blame social media and the internet for the uh, separation or, you know, the reason why people are just so against each other, you know, but it's like it's yeah. our own fault. So you have to, uh, uh, they, you know, these, these platforms run algorithms and you search something, that's all you're going to see. You know, yep. so it's you're obviously attracted to negative shit. You know, if you're just seeing negative things yeah. all the time, and you're, you know, it, it, and you, you're in control of your own life for sure. You know, like if you don't like something you see on Facebook or Instagram, what I start to do is just unfollow. Exactly, or unfriend. I don't even want to see it. Yeah, you know, I really, I, I could care less. You know, and you hear a lot of people complaining about 2020. Oh, it's a terrible year. You know, it's like. Dude, it's your year. Do whatever you fuck you want to do. Exactly. And I don't give a fuck if Donald Trump wins or Joe Biden. Yeah. That's not going to affect me. Exactly. It might affect my taxes, <laughs> but, you know, I'm just going to do me. Yeah. You know, when I get up t today or tomorrow, yeah. it doesn't matter who's president. I'm going to go do me and I'm going to take care of my family. Exactly. Donald Trump's not going to take care of my family. Exactly. No, no, you were in control of that. Yeah. So it's really just about yourself. Most definitely, man. I'm and I'm gonna dude, I'm gonna use that. Like he he's not controlling your family, whether it's Biden or Trump, you know, it's uh you're the one that's it's you. What are you gonna it. get up and do today? Exactly. You know? what, what, if you want better for your family, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. And it's up to you. Straight you know, up. It's, yeah. you know you know, like uh you go to school, get you a degree, you go to work, or you can stay at home. Whatever you wanna do. You're in control of that. Nobody's stopping you. No 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 president, no police officer, no uh, mayor, nobody. Exactly, man. Like sometimes I'll just wake up or every day I wake up and I just have like this smile, this optimism, because I know exactly that I'm in full control of my day. You know, if my if this day goes to shit, it's because I let it I allowed it to go to shit. Yep. You know, and that I think if people just lived along those uh, philosophies and those lines, you'll be fine. You know, I mean, no, not every day would be great. Sometimes you can wake up aching and shit. You know, we're getting older. So uh, th those things happen. But at the same time, like 80 uh, percent of the time, you're you're in complete control of everything that happens in that day. Yep. You know, you are for sure, man. So, uh yeah. Uh, and, you know, we mentioned or you mentioned, you know, just madness, you know, school shootings, things like that. Like, how do you think we could change? Like, is there a way to prevent these things from happening? Uh, there's no way to prevent it. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I mean, if 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 I want to go into Chase Bank and, yeah. and kill the people working there, it's going to happen. Yeah. Nobody's going to stop me. If there's a guard there, I'll take him out first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the only way to to slow that down was is with more guns obviously mm. you know you yeah. know if there's a school shooting who do you call you call the cops where yeah. the cops have guns. guns so the only way to do that is to obviously have more guns have more people educated you know on firearms training and also medical yeah. you know you need to know how to apply a tourniquet you know and that's how to how to patch a hole yeah know, how to do cpr simple stuff but, yeah. you know, basically just got to it's a reaction thing for sure. You think it's the same with, um, you know, I know it's such a sensitive topic. We don't have to talk about it, but you're a pretty straightforward guy. You think it's the same with like uh, police officers and stuff like that, like these cop shootings. And uh, I feel like a lot of times, you know, I'll just uh, I'll say this on record. Like, we don't know the full story. We don't know what the fuck happened. You know, we just get things out of context. But um, to slow down, like, police brutality or anything like that, you think it's just like a educational deal or a lack of? I don't think it's a lack of, of, of you know, they try to say it's training. 
or it's racism. I don't think it's either of that. I think it's the right. person. Mm. You know, because, it, it, you know, if you have a, a, a rapist rape a girl, yeah. he's a rapist. You, you didn't. Nobody said, yeah, the the Dairy Queen guy, he, you know, he raped a girl. You, they don't. Right. Why are you labeling them a, a Dairy Queen guy? You know, right. he, he's just he's a rapist. Right. And, and, you know, a cop who kills somebody, he's just a killer. Right. And, it's they, just and they try to say he's a cop. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, if I were to kill somebody or go on a mass shooting, they wouldn't say, oh, you know, the real estate guy did this. And it's the re- yeah. real estate agents need to do this or do that or whatever the case is, whatever you are. Yeah. You're just a killer. Right. It's the person. That's such a good way to look at it, man. I, I never looked at it that way because we're so fucking blindsided. But, you, you know, everybody's labeled the labels. Exactly. You know, we're just you know, so, so blindsided by labels. It, it's bro. it's the guy. When yeah. he takes off his uniform and goes home and takes a shower, he's just he's just another killer, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure, bro. No, that's a good point. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, and, and I don't think, and I guess sometimes they say he he was racist. That's why he killed him. But I, yeah. I don't I don't know how to justify that. If he was yeah. he, he killed the dude, so t- to me, he's a killer. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's uh, and yeah, I think that's what's destroying like our society right now. It's just the labels, yep. you know, and just everything just being so so hypersensitive, you know, and everyone's you know is willing to use their fingers to talk about what they will do. Sensitive is the word, right? You know, and you know, there's there's a lot of just typing and and talking on the internet, but there's not much action. You know, yep. you're not applying. Uh, uh, the, the necessary actions to make these changes happen, you know? No, you're exactly right. Yeah, it fucking sucks. But uh, I meant to ask you, um, do you guys do okay through the the hurricanes? Man, we, we got really lucky. Um, yeah. Two people on my street, when we pulled in, there's a tree down on the first house, a big mm-hmm. old pine tree. And I'm like, man, there's a tree behind my house. We got there, not a shingle missing. Oh, shit, so okay. We got okay. really lucky. Um, one of my rental properties had some shingles missing yeah uh, we just got it re-roofed but that's about it yeah no like major major damage no. and that was for uh for laura and delta everything Both. was good yes yeah because i see you know uh, our our little hometown man it took a beating for uh for the first one for laura man. uh i didn't get to go out and like check out anything uh after uh delta this last one but um yeah. it was weird though man i stayed here in beaumont for for both of them and uh, Laura was mostly wind, you know, and then or no, Del- uh, yeah, Laura was mostly wind. And then the second one seemed like it was worse than the the previous one. There was definitely some strong winds. Yeah. Yeah. We had some <laughs> it was uh, kind of unexpected for it to be quite that strong. But yeah, it was, you know, considering it was uh, the, the uh, category was like category two. And the, the one before that was like four. So it's yeah. crazy shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've had a lot happening, you know, but no, I, I appreciate that insight, you know, just looking at uh, the, the year. It's up to us, you know, you can't allow things around you to uh, fuck up your day or fuck up your future or your year. Um, yeah, I mean, if it, and if you see something that pisses you off, you know, it's that's within. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's 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 sick stuff out there everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you can go live leak and watch the cartel chop girls heads off, you know, and hold it up oh, and kick it sure. around. And it's like, you know, sometimes you just don't need to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, kids. It's, out, it's out there. 
Yeah, so. and that that's what uh, that's what I'm afraid of in today's world. Like I have two stepdaughters, I have a three year old and a ten year old. Um, they just have access to all this bullshit online. You know, you just have to sort of monitor it. Um, because I mean, it's, you know, we want to give the, t- our 10 year old like a phone just to contact us, but you know, she could just go on Safari or whatever it is and, yeah. and Google search, you know, or something could just pop up on the damn phone, Yeah, you know? So we live in a For crazy sure. time. It's uh interesting. It's not like how, you know, when we were growing up, we had, it was a privilege to get on the desktop. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Uh-huh. Like I remember dial up and all this shit, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it was all a privilege. You know, you didn't have a um, high speed Internet in the palm of your hands. Yeah. I mean, my my two year old, she's got a, a little uh, tablet you yeah. know, to entertain or watch movies and stuff, because otherwise she's going to have my phone. Yeah. <laughs> or her mom's phone. And it's like, man, when I was two, I wasn't I didn't. TV was it. Nah, yeah, man. We, we had cartoons on TV, and then you were outside, you know, riding bikes and uh, peanut butter and jelly stains on your shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Running it, around all day. <laughs> and in a way, that that's good because yeah. everything is such computer-based and, you know, technology's advancing so rapidly Yeah, that, you know, kids, my two-year-old, she can navigate YouTube and scroll up and pick videos. Oh, for sure. I believe like, it. It's like, really? Yeah. But, you know. And I never got on a computer until I was in school. You yeah. know what I mean? Same, man. For sure, for sure. Man, so, you know, I've, like I said, I've been following you on Facebook and everything. Uh, cars, bro. Whatever happened to that red Corvette you had? <laughs> red man. Corvette, man. I love that car. <laughs> yeah. Harvey took that one. Really? Yep. Hurricane oh, Harvey. shit. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's I had about. Flooded out. Yep, flooded out. It was, God damn. I got about, uh, I think it was 16 inches. Watermouth, something like that. It was, yeah. it was, it was a lot. And uh, when I got there, because I was actually in the Virgin Islands the week of Harvey. Okay. So I was supposed to be enjoying a vacation, but instead I was watching people get rescued from Orange yeah. and Beaumont. So, but when I got back, there was still water in the floorboards because it's got the bucket. Yeah. You know, bucket seats and the floorboard on it, and the mold was already up to the headrest. Damn, so it was it was done. Oh man, I'm sure you were sick, you know, because yeah, that what was it? Was it a Z06? Yeah, it was a Z51 package. Z51. Um, 05. Yeah, it was clean, man. Yeah, it, it was clean. <laughs> it was fun too. Yeah, I'm sure it was fast too. And I, I saw that you uh you took it out to the track a few times. Yeah, a couple times. The track's not long enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I gotta have man. For me, I gotta have uh you know turns and crevices and yes. cuts and cur- I just gotta have you know like a circuit if you That's will. It. I gotta have some fun. That's where that Corvette shines. Yeah, in the, in the handling. Really? You know, because there's a whole lot more cars faster. Yeah. But when you start in you know introducing turns and stuff like that. Yeah. That Corvette will hold the hold the gravel i've only driven one corvette man it's a buddy uh out in houston and he uh man it was like supercharged and shit so it was pushing like 900 horsepower oh that thing God. scared the fuck out of me hey i'm telling you <laughs> that corvette you better leave that traction control on yeah because you'll end up in a ditch quick ah uh, that's what i'm saying man with that one bro you know he uh we were at a bar at the time and he was just like here man i was like what do you mean he was like just Take it for a spin, take it for a block. Man, I you know, I get behind the wheel of it. I take it out, you know, reverse, creep out of the bar parking lot. Um, as soon as it, like I, I hit it, you know, coming out of the parking lot, it was sideways. Oh yeah. You know, and I almost lost control, you know, until I uh, figured it out a little bit, filled it out and yeah. um, you those, know. Those cars are so light. 
Yeah, too. and they're, man, they're just so like you. It's a it's a man's car. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's just the the car. Yeah, you know. You know I didn't I didn't really know I liked Corvettes until I drove one. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this thing just just handles and it goes. Yeah, when you get into that gas, it'll just put you into the seat. Exactly. Yeah. I've always been into uh, like the foreign, like little Japanese vehicles. That was my deal. But after, you know, after that experience uh, and then I've driven a few uh, Mustangs that were pretty quick. You know, I might have to switch over to. Yeah. <laughs> Mustangs. The 5.0s, the guys who drive vets, we call them five point slows. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's always going back and forth with the Mustang and the Corvette. Yeah. Well, I tell you, there's no no better reward than like having a uh, just like a little Japanese car that's really fast and you're beating like these nice ass trucks or these badass american cars so that was oh, yeah. the best feeling in the world man like oh, yeah. yeah you know you know i don't know if um my last one was a 350z and it was nice it was fast um but i don't know if it could handle a corvette or anything it ain't it ain't that damn fast yeah. i know it's probably <laughs> quick and fun yeah yeah and it was small you know so it was uh it was definitely a lot of fun oh yeah and they handle good too yeah so you uh, you ever gonna get another Corvette? <laughs> Man, I, I think so. Uh, yeah. But it's 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 not gonna be anytime soon. Ah, uh, okay. You know, I got a lot of you know investing. In, I still got a whole bunch of real estate and stuff to do. And yeah, um, you know, with the kids, I, you know, that's more of a a fun car. Yeah, that's and a so toy. <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm more into the work thing. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um. So it must have been for me. It was like three three or four years ago when i discovered uh grant grant cardone i was on youtube just searching uh random videos you know looking for like entrepreneurial type shit um gary v popped up uh other videos popped up but then grant popped up and then i watched an interview and he spoke about how he was from like charles so that immediately caught my attention yeah. you know um started watching his videos and the 10x deal uh just seems like a big deal the, the conferences um, so, I mean, I, hopefully one day, you know, when I'm on your level of real estate and stuff like that, wow. uh, I'll, 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 uh, attend one of the, the 10 X things. I know you mentioned them. So, uh, yeah. see, uh, you watch a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Grant, I used to, you know, at work, sometimes I'll watch his, um, uh, his podcast or yeah. Cardone zone, all his shows and stuff like that. Just to, to, to put some knowledge in your head you know, yeah. while you're working. But, uh. He's got a lot of good information. Oh, for sure. Especially, you know, for sales guys and stuff like that. The way that the way that man thinks about money or just, you know, or making money, is just, you know, it's amazing to me. Uh, It it, it definitely changed my mindset. You know, him, along with several other guys, um, you know, they they butt heads for Jordan Belford as well. He's got some good stuff online. Um, You know, there's Gary V with the the social media thing. Uh, A lot of a lot of good stuff. So. Yeah, it's um, it's just amazing to me to see like all these guys, even older guys, you know, just get on the internet and just take over. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, the, the, it's people with experience who know what they're doing. Oh, for I mean? sure. And they're like those old school like salesmen, but it's like that's what works. Yeah. No matter what, you yeah. know, it's like that. If you got that skill, it's just timeless. Yeah. You know. And you know, something good I pulled from Grant was, you know, uh, you know, everybody's trying to keep up with their neighbors you know they, yeah. they want to fit in for they sure want to, they want to look rich and you know you're not going to be rich trying to look rich right right you know what i mean so that's kind of where i get you know 
all these guys buying fifty thousand, six thousand dollar trucks. Yeah, you know, big expensive houses, all these can-ams and four wheelers and trailers and <laughs> and all this stuff, and you know, and you're just trapped to it, you know. Yeah, you go sure. buy a big house, and and now you can't. You have no money to invest. You're over leveraged. Yeah, and when you think of like the term rich or like wealth, like it, like suffering or pain shouldn't be in that definition. You know, I feel like a lot of these guys, like you said, you know, they're keeping up with the Joneses. You know, and it's like it's painful. It is. <laughs> you you know? know, and you know, when I had my vet, you know, I got I got out of college and I got a good job, and I was like, oh yeah, I can afford a vet now. Yeah, and I bought one because I technically could afford it. Yeah, but. Was that the smart thing to do? No. Was it fun? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, would I do it again? Probably. But but it wasn't smart. Yeah. And so that's why I'm probably not going to get nothing for a while. I got you. Um, so if you could go back, like before you bought the first vet, what what would have you done with that that money? Man, I would have definitely started in real estate then. Okay. Okay. I would have if I'd have known what it, I know now. Of course. Yeah. It's just a few years, but it doesn't take long. Like I said, man, I I did research for about two years. Yeah. Saved up a lot of money. And then, you know, here we are in exactly a year. You know, I did over half a million in transactions in yeah. real estate. That's badass, you know? man. So, and, you know, I don't have any LLC company. Yeah. Uh, I, I do now have an LLC, but when I first started, I didn't do none of that shit. Yeah. You know, I just... I just did the, the groundwork. For sure. You're you just know? getting your feet wet. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's where a lot of people mess up. You know, they they say, yeah, I'm going to do I'm going to do some rent houses. I'm going to do some of this. I'm going to do that. And yeah. then they don't ever do shit. You know, they'll, they'll get a laptop, make some business cards and then call themselves entrepreneurs. Oh, and yeah. It's like, and that's <laughs> it's crazy. You say that, man. I was just thinking about this last night. That's the biggest problem right now. It's like being an entrepreneur is a fucking trend. Yeah. You know, it's the oh, cool. Man. Everybody wants to do it. Everybody wants to to be uh you know social media uh famous Guru. they, they, they want to be and I'm gonna crack one of these over all right and ultimately what i think it is is they're looking for a get rich quick yeah like i just want to i want to get rich now and they're, they're, you're not getting rich now you yeah know? And, and when i say rich i don't i don't mean millionaire i mean just like financially free doing what you want to do have money coming in from different areas you can do what you want with your family and you know you're going to be okay exactly and that that's what like uh well, you know that would just with the internet uh i feel like the internet is it's it's young but people that are on the internet are like extra you know they're they're getting younger so they don't even know like the definition of an entrepreneur yeah. you know what i'm saying that's for me it's somebody that don't you know they're running multiple uh, establishment businesses you know what i'm saying and you you're you're having just so many different sources of income, yeah. you know, there's so many different things. You wake up and you think about the next business you can build or create. You know, a lot of people are just like, oh, you know what? I make a, I made a YouTube. I got X amount of followers on YouTube and then I sing. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You have established businesses, you know, or your, yeah. your, your, your mindset is, you know, in that realm, you know, it's, it's more than just having a few little, uh, being on a few little social media platforms, you know, or just and calling yourself that. There's yeah. also so many people on YouTube, man. It's it's, it's crazy. Uh, there's so many people on YouTube that they they tell you this. They're entrepreneurs. They can show you some screenshots of some bullshit, um, and then they sell this course on all that bullshit. Oh yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's kind of like you asked me, you know, do you plan on, you know, doing a YouTube channel or something like that? And the answer is no. And if you ask why, it's because it's already all out there. Everything you need to know about gun training, safety, gear, it's already out there. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know, I'll just be trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I could do, you know, some stuff locally to help some people out. But, I mean, anything you want to know, it's already out there. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like trying to invent a new energy drink, dude. You're, you're going up against so Red Bull many. and Monster. It's just, yeah, it can be done, but there's already, they've already figured it out. Yeah. What to do. You know, so you just got to get out there and do the do the groundwork. For sure. And you I think that's start. that's a lot of things. Or that's a um, that's something a lot of people in this area need to uh, know and understand. You know, um, again, not bashing anybody out here, but we're just so used to the norm. You know, uh, something like what you're doing, you know, you're obviously like super talented, you know, with, with the firearm, <laughs> you know. So uh, it's just you, a, it's, it's a hobby. Yeah, it's, it's a hobby turned fun and then i like to educate myself and yeah know what i can what what firearms there are and obviously how to properly have firearm safety for sure and then gear and it's all fun to me yeah some people play video games and and shoot guns on video games and i just go out to the range and do it and actually do it it's a lot funner (laughs) yeah i promise yeah hands on (laughs) yeah for sure man it's uh it'd be nice to uh to have like a badass like tactical training course somewhere in uh southeast texas though it would be you know what i'm saying i think you'd be the guy for that (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i could get some people yeah Uh, but i know there's a guy in houston um He always comes on his Instagram, uh, Tactical Carl. Yeah. Boom, it's Tactical Carl. <laughs> you know, I, I think, think I've seen like one or two of his videos. Yeah, and he and he does um I, I think he's he's big on um like educating black people. Yeah. Most he he's a obviously a black guy. Yeah. And you know, you know, it's a it's a thing, you know. He's training tons of people who aren't familiar with guns. Right. And it's just it's predominantly you know blacks. Yeah. Um, but he's got everybody on there. Yeah. But I, I watch I follow all his stuff. Yeah. And he, he'll he'll take you know police shooting clips and, and say what they could have done wrong, what they did ah, right better. Oh man. And then he, he trains and yeah. he, he kind of does a lot of training like I do. Yeah. You know you can go to the range you could stand and you can just shoot targets left and right, ping ping ping. Yeah. Okay, that's cool if you're trying to just fill out your firearm, but you know. In a real life scenario, you got to shoot from, you know, unconventional positions, you know, on the run, you know, and I don't know if you've ever been in a situation, um, you know, but your heart rate's going to be pumping. For sure. I mean, your chest is going to be expanding. You're going to be moving. You know, you start to lose um, function of your hands when you yeah. get into life or death situations. And so, like, you know, shooting from the ground, from the knee. Yeah. out of vehicles around vehicles stuff and, like and that and just having that thought process because it seems like in a situation i've never been in like a crazy ass situation out here you know thank god or in houston but um just having that you know just knowing you know just having that i guess it's a knowledge but also uh not freaking out because i feel like a lot of times people freak out they don't even know what to do yeah you're, you're gonna freak out probably yeah. <laughs> in a life or death situation but you know, if you train, it's it's kind of a muscle memory thing. Mm. You know, like if you if you carry a, you know appendix, if you carry on the hip, it's it's kind of just a natural reaction to to pull and to shoot and just basic the grip. Yeah, I've seen people hold guns and I'm like, oh my god, 
what are you doing? <laughs> and but just something as simple as a grip yeah. could make a difference. Because for the longest time, I would shoot basically with just my right hand and my left hand would just kind of be floating around wherever. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I don't know what do I do with this left hand. Yeah. And then I saw um matter of fact, Coleon Noir. Yeah. He is um, from Dallas. Do you know who he is? No, no, no. He's I'm... a big NRA guy, um, and he's got a huge YouTube platform. Really? Yeah. He's he's actually a lawyer. Okay. And he does reviews on guns and cars and all this stuff. And I saw him, you know, very uh, distinctly holding his left hand in a certain way on the on the on a pistol. Yeah. And I said, "What's he doing?" And uh, so I tried it, and dude, it straightened up all my shots and i'm like really holy shit just that simple just that just just shift in the hand right just a little in shift. a certain position makes all the difference and i'm like mm. wow you know wow. i learned that just off of his instagram yeah and so that's kind of you know where you pick up stuff here and there yeah you know not it's good to take information from everybody yeah you know, if you listen to one person they're not always going to be right yeah you know some of their stuff may be good and some of their stuff isn't you know, kind of like Donald Trump. I'm a big Trump guy. Yeah. But do I agree with everything? Hell no. Right. I don't agree with shit I was doing last year. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you expect me to agree right. 100% with somebody? I don't yeah. think so. It's not going to happen. So, so, yeah, I just, you know, just pull information off of multiple people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this, uh, like, I don't want to get political, honestly, but. The, like this year, I'm not voting. The reason I'm not voting is because I don't want to. A lot of people are voting for the lesser of two evils. I don't want that to dictate, you know what I'm saying, my my vote. So I decided to, you know, and if I do decide, it'll be a write-in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, I mean, you know, whatever, you know, last election was the first one I ever voted. You know, because yeah. I wasn't like you. I was like, I don't even know what they're talking about. Exactly. I was too you get, about. But you get people that are legit, like, get in your face and tell you, man, no, no yeah, shut the fuck up. Oh, no, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, bro. Because, you, know, you know, I'm I'm friends with people who vote both sides. And it's like, you know, you got your own thing. I got my own thing. You know? Straight up. Like, like we were talking earlier, some people want certain things and some people don't. Right. You know, like, you know, like all the plant guys just want a plant job. Yeah. their benefits and their little 401k and then they're, they're satisfied oh yeah and we both have buddies like that you know I, I talk to some every day you know they're they're cool with it yeah um you know we can we agree to disagree because i mean i i like that they're, you know i appreciate they're living their life you know i'm living mine but for me like you you know i want more you know what i'm yeah. saying there's there's something and you know and you just have to go get it right and i, I think <laughs> it's also our um upbringing you know what i'm saying like my, my mom and dad were entrepreneurs i know your parents were entrepreneurs as well you know so it's it's just your it, it could be primarily like a just our upbringing you know yeah the, the way we were raised and brought up because that's watching my parents that definitely does have an effect to a certain extent mm. you know like you know they bang in your head you know my parents was you know you know don't do drugs you know Yada, 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 you know, get up, go to work. You know, I used to, I used to skate in high school. Yeah. And so, you know, if you think of a skater, you don't think of a, of a productive person most right. of the time. Yeah. But, and yeah. so, and I was into football and my dad, he would be pissed because I'd go stay the night with my buddies and we all skated and they slept till noon and shit. And he would be calling me and he's like, you need to be up by nine and you need to run two miles, you know? And that was his training for football. Yeah. And, uh, so that, that definitely did play a role yeah you know and then you know it's once you get to say me i knew i wanted money yeah and 
when I was in high school, I'm like, okay, now what, what could I do that gets me money? Right. And I'm like, okay, all these plant guys are in a plant. Like I said earlier, yeah. they got houses and boats and lake houses. I'm like, that was shit. I'm like, I'm like, I want that. Right. I'm going to just go to school for that. And then I'll figure it out as I go. Ah, and yeah. then I'm kind of in the figuring it out now. Yeah. Because I have the plant and I want more. Right. And so that's where the, the real estate thing kind of kind of took over. Nah, man, that that right there, that's just like just pure like entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you, you're doing the groundwork, you know, with your, your job. You're nine to five right now, if you will. Um, but you want this other shit you want. Yeah. So you're leveraging that money. You know what I'm saying? And my first property I did, uh, it was kind of a crazy story. But like I told you, I did about two years of research. Yeah. And you have to know real estate. I can tell you right now, and uh, some realtors might get pissed, but I know a whole <laughs> lot than realtors that do their job, you know, that think that think they're, you know, oh, I'm a realtor. I went to school and I'm not discrediting any realtor. Um, but I will say this. <clears throat> I was trying to buy a house. And um, like I said, I did about two years of research. So there's there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. You know, this is the housing market. There's what do rents go for? What do properties go for? What are they going to price for? Do you think some people just like want that title of like a realtor? No, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So definitely. They, they go, they do the bare minimum. Yep. And then they go out in the field. They can put that on the bio. Right. I'm a, uh, I'm a realtor or whatever. <laughs> now, I, I work with some great realtors and I know some great realtors. Yeah. I went to school with them. Um, and I know some. You know, I've, I've dealt with both sides, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> um, like I said, in my first house, when I saw the deal, I said, oh, my God, this is a deal. Yeah. I said, something's wrong with it. Let me go check it out. Yeah. You know, because all the houses at the time were selling for around 130 in the market I was looking at. Right. 130. Was this uh, like nearby, like in the yes. area? Southeast Texas? Yes. Okay. And so, um, and I knew the market and I said, man. The house was listed at one fifteen. Yeah, I'm like, you know, that's that's fifteen thousand below market. I'm like, mm. the, the house right around the corner, my great grandma actually lived in, and it just and it had just sold for one thirty four. Mm. And I'm like, I know this house is, yeah. this is a good house. Something's wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. So, call the realtor on the listing. And we go look at it, and sure enough, there was nothing wrong with it. I'm like, this is a great house. Damn. I was kind of nervous. You know, I've been looking for a couple of years, saved up a bunch of money. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this real estate thing. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I know it's good. I did the numbers a million times. It, it felt good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. and so I did the numbers a million times, you know, in the morning. I'll do that work. And then, you know, my girlfriend, Allie, I'm, I'm like annoying her. She's like, it's 1030 at night and I'm going over there. <laughs> and she's like, can we just watch this movie? And I'm just like. But, but do you know how much this is and that right. is? And I'm just hitting these numbers with her. Yeah. And then we're like, all right, let's just do it. So <laughs> we go we go do it, get it under contract. And um, I, I kind of messed up. Um, I signed a paper stating that the realtor can have the appraisal when it came back. Oh. And me being me at a rookie, I yeah. didn't know. And I didn't know the realtor was going to be a thief either. Mm. So... We're waiting on the appraisal. We finally get the appraisal back. Yeah. And it appraised for 130. Uh, and that's exactly what I said. I said, I knew you it. You, it, it. Yeah, it, you it caught was, it. It was such, I, I felt so good. I was like, yeah. I know exactly what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. 
I'm getting, oh, this, house, I'm getting this house for 115 Yeah. It appraised for 130 I just bought it with 15 grand in it <laughs> and I didn't have to touch it. Yeah. So when that happened, things started to get shaky with the realtor. And so basically, you know, it happens all the time. You have a closing date, you know, the bank's running behind or the appraiser's running behind. Yeah. Hey, we'll have to ex- let's just file for an extension 10 days a week, whatever it is. And it's nothing. It's just, it's simple. You sign, I sign. Yeah. Done. You know, well, I told the realtors because my bank, they needed another week. Well, they emailed me back and said, oh, no, the we can't wait that long. And I'm reading this email and I'm thinking, well, I know what that means. Right. That means we're not going to close. Yeah. That means I'm going to not get the house. And so I call my bank and I'm like, hey, look, you know, we need to close by this date. Can you can you, what can you do? Yeah. You know, I'm already approved. Everything's good to go. Bank calling back. All right. Well, we're supposed to close on a Friday, but we can't do it. Let's do it on. Let's do it. We, the closest we can do is Tuesday. Yeah. So you're talking about two business days difference, right? And so I call the realtor. I'm like, okay, thank gosh. You know, I, I you know we're going to be able to close, yeah. but it's going to be like two days later. And she said, oh no, we can't do that. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't do it? Two this days. It's $115,000. So why, why can't I, why can't you right. extend it two days? What's going on? Because if, if it falls through, you have to relist it. And then somebody else, you got to do all this all over again. Yeah, it's just a time consuming. It's a process, right? Yeah. And yeah. so at this point, I was like, I knew what they were doing. Mm. They got the appraisal. They knew that, hell, we could turn around and we got this appraisal. Yeah. And we can sell it for 115 We can make more money. Right. <laughs> and that's what they were going to do. Wow. And so I ended up talking to. You caught it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I ended up talking to uh, Kurt Leger. He's he's kind of the man at First Financial Bank. Mm. I called him in there and said, look, this is what's going on. What can we do? And uh, I told him the situation. <clears throat> I was actually at work. talked to him on the phone. And he called me and said, uh, I'm going to underwrite it. I'll be done by five. Damn. So. He stayed. He actually stayed after. Yeah. And uh, called me and said, "You're good. We're gonna close on the closing date." And so, I kind of just didn't say shit to the realtor. Yeah. You know, because they're thinking we're not gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, two days goes by, closer to the closing date, and uh, <clears throat> the realtor's like, "So are you, are, you, are you gonna be able to make the closing?" And I said, "Yeah." Ah. Uh, I didn't tell her no details. Oh no! Like that. Hell no. <laughs> and then eventually my bank ended up sending them all the disclosures and everything that was good. Yeah. And damn, dude. The most fucked up thing is is the realtor, right? The realtor, what do realtors do? They help people sell houses yeah. and they help you, Corey, get in a house, right? They're right. trying to help both sides, right? So if they sell a house and they're helping everybody, <clears throat> this realtor, I still got a thread on my phone. She she sent me a text, said, Hey, uh, you know, if, if you don't have to buy the house if, if you don't want to. You can you can back out at any time. Oh. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking this is some fucked up shit, man. Yeah. You're supposed to be helping those people. Exactly. Sell their house. And you're supposed to help me get in a house. And yeah. you're encouraging me to back out. Yeah, bro. And uh, That's all bad. And wait, you said this was your, your first deal. But, first. But first. luckily, though, it's like you that, you know, you, you came into the shit and it's like that. 
now you know like the ugly side of it you know you know the business you yeah, know Matt, i know it's not always that way you know what i'm saying I, I, but, don't, know, I don't know a lot but I, from that one transaction i did learn a lot for sure you know because i mean I, I feel like there's some guys out there you know they'll go into real estate do great you know i just luck up and do great every deal but they never like fall you know, they never have like a downfall or like you know something that punches them in the fucking face like yeah. luckily you dodged that punch you know yeah. but you saw it coming though you know what I'm yeah saying? i think it also takes an individual you got to be smart and and a lot of it i've heard grant cardone say it and it's the no you mm. have to know mm-hmm. you got to know it <clears throat> that's why i don't do the 401k thing yeah. all the plant guys i work with i ask them like hey man you know how much are you putting into your 401k you know when do you plan on retiring yeah dude a lot of them say i don't know mm. i'm just putting in the the six percent or the eight percent and blah blah and i'm like you haven't done the math right <laughs> so what i did was i did the math yeah. i calculated up how much i'm how much i put in for a year i took that calculation times it say i'm gonna work for 30 more years and i'm like dude it's a million bucks yeah that's it dude million bucks 30 years from now is not going to be shit. Oh, no. No, 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 no. So you, and yeah, and I'm, like, I'm like, this this ain't good. Yeah. I put all this money in the in my 401k, and I'm like, dude, I could have done a lot with this money. Yeah. And so, so I pulled out and started doing my own thing. And, uh, you know, right now I'm, I'm doing about 20%. Mm. So, you know, 401k is not doing that. Yeah, and people, like, you know, you hear about people uh, – saving and putting everything towards retirement but you have to literally think about retirement like you said you know like 30 years from now a million bucks ain't shit mm, fuck that man you know i'm retiring yeah fuck that well you're, you're gonna put you're gonna work your ass off for 30 years in a plant in a hospital for a for a, a fucking tire shop whatever it is you're going to save, 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 save for 30 years, and then you're old as fuck. Yeah. You don't have no health insurance. Mm. Now, all this money you had saved, now you got to budget it. Right. Because you don't know how long you're going to live. Exactly. You got to live off that shit. No. That's I, not for me. You and I both know, like, just say you you, you saved up $2 million for retirement. That ain't shit. How long is that going to last? You'll outlive that money. It's not. You know? People and, that, f- and that's if you don't catch something. And you're going to be 60, 61, 62, so... Obviously, you're gonna have more health issues. For sure, you're not gonna be. Sure. Young, you know, me and you are young and healthy. Yeah, I'm fine. But when I'm 60, exactly. Who knows? You know, exact same. Like you yeah. know, we, we don't know. So it's. Do uh, you think uh, the like the better route is to just say you're you're approaching a tire, uh, retirement, right? The better route is to just have like all these investments out there, whether it's commercial uh, or you know residential or whatever, just real estate, right? That's the honestly, I've always looked at it like that's the ultimate. That's the goal. It's a good one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what you want to. I can sit back and be 60 years old in the house, but no, I know I got 15 fucking rent houses or properties, whether it's residential or commercial. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a buddy I grew up with. He had an uncle. Drove a freaking Hummer and shit. And just always doing shit at the beach and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, what's your uncle do? Oh, man, he got a bunch of rent houses. It's like, damn. So he's got got money coming in. He ain't even got to be at work. Yeah. You know? But, you know, don't get me wrong. Real estate's... It's it's not it's not easy. Right, right, right. It's and not, not easy at all. It seems like it's a pain in the ass. But it is. It pays off though. You know. It is. I had invest in the right properties. You know, it, it depends on what you want. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I've I've gotten calls on 
Thanksgiving weekend. Hey man, this this toilet's doing this or that or uh, whatever, and it's hey man, <laughs> you want to be a landlord? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the same way for anything, you know. If you if you want to sell fucking hot dogs, man, yeah. you gotta you gotta do the fucking work. There's for no sure. there's no easy way around it. No, no, no. You're gonna have to work for sure. It's I, just it's just consistency. You know, how long can yeah. you be consistent? You know, it's just like a bodybuilder or somebody. You know, it takes fucking all this stupid diet and working out and you do it over and over and over and over and yeah it's not like you one year and you know you're ronnie coleman or somebody you know yeah (laughs) you gotta you gotta do the work the best one of the best quotes i've ever heard was gary v he said you're not gonna get a six-pack watching a fitness video yep you know what i'm saying like you can't watch the fucking video and expect that shit to just come that's it (laughs) you know like like, you know i've done a lot of research on youtube and i read uh, some uh, some books about yeah. finances and shit like that and uh that's not really what does it you know yeah. you can read some good information yeah you can read how somebody became a millionaire but you got to duplicate it For same sure. thing with the with the fitness with the fitness thing you know you can watch arnold's workouts and their diet and you know exactly what to do but doing it right it's about doing well, it you know what's crazy and what i'm learning i mean i'm out of shape as fuck but what i'm learning <laughs> but no but like hear me out though what i'm learning man about like people that are successful and you know they you know they they're aiming at wealth what i'm learning about these people is they're all fucking in shape you know what i'm saying like that's the that's the start you know if you go to a meeting and you're at a meeting with a fat motherfucker like you gotta know something is off back home <laughs> something ain't right you know most of you guys that are successful Y'all are fit. You're in shape, you know? It's just a self-care thing, I think. You think it changes um, the mentality as well, though? It does. It makes you feel better. Yeah. You know, like, I, I know I've been working out near as much as I want to, but that's because I prioritize shit. What's more important? Going to work biceps today or making $20,000? Mm. Tell me what you want to do. Because I, I, I've actually sat down and thought about it in my truck. I said, you know, should I go look at this property? Yeah. Or should I go work chess? And it's like, I can have a shitty workout anyway. <laughs> so, and, and and right now, it's just the finance thing is more important to me. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you're obviously in shape. So, I mean, I, honestly, if I had to choose, like, you know, I'm, you know, your shape, and I had to choose between that and twenty thousand, twenty thousand. Yeah. But me right now in this shape, man, nah, I'm gonna get in the go fucking, the get my fat ass in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a priority thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, some guys in the gym. That are like in ridiculously good shape. Yeah. I'm like, I'm almost envious. I'm like, damn, that dude's got it. Yeah. And it's like, but when he goes home, where's he going home to? Right. You know, what's he driving to his house? Right. And <laughs> and anybody who works out knows you can be in fucking great shape, and it don't take long to lose it. Yeah. You got to fucking stay on it. So, you know, it's it's some people need to take some time off from the gym. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and get the money right. Yeah. You know, get it. Get a better job, get a second flow, do something. Yeah. You know, but it's like I said earlier, it's what you want. For sure, for sure. Everybody's no, I just think different. about, I bring up just, uh, you know, the fitness thing. Cause I mean, you go to like a gym. If you look at like, you know, like a big gym, you know, just here in town, wherever it's at, if you look in that parking lot, a lot of those cars are nice as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so <laughs> yeah. it's like it starts with the fitness thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You change your mentality, you yeah. feel better. It does. You know, it's, uh, it's yeah, something I'm learning, man. I'm gonna and get, then, him, and, and then get you, there. <laughs> and, and then you see, okay, what's this guy doing? Okay, he's a lawyer. Yeah, so he's got that money. Yeah. Okay, what's this guy do? Okay, he 
he he's got this uh, safety business. You know, okay, what's this guy do? You know, it's it's uh, a lot of business people. Yeah, straight up. For sure. So right now, um, in terms of real estate and everything, are you uh, your properties mostly in Southeast Texas? Or are you guys looking elsewhere as well? No, just Southeast Texas because I don't know the market elsewhere. Okay. Um, I know the market that I buy in. Yeah. And that's a that's a thing. You know, you go south of I ten into West Orange, market's different. Yeah. Each neighborhood's going to be different. Yeah. You know, you go to Little Cypress, you go to Lumberton. Um, which I did look at some property for me in Lumberton, and apparently I'm not rich yet, so I can't live in Lumberton. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and see, honestly, man, and I never knew this. I had a, uh, uh, I had uh, one of the historians from the Museum of the Gulf Coast on recently, um, and we talked, you know, on and off record. But man, Lumberton, they got that money. Oh man, Lumberton, <laughs> Lumberton. You know, one of my first jobs when I got out of college was in Lumberton. And uh, it was for an oil field company. And, man, I'm, I'm just, like, driving on this brand-new paved roads. Yeah. These big houses. And, Bruh, they, got and they have bulldozers literally knocking trees down, laying more roads for brand-new neighborhoods. Yeah. I mean, I, I was looking at some, I was looking at some properties. They, they have trailers there for $130,000. I'm like, what? you've got to. Oh, I'm dead serious. What? Oh, man. And I'm thinking, that's a damn trailer. <laughs> yeah, but it probably looks like a fucking mansion, you know, on the inside. <laughs> yeah, man, everybody. And if you go into Lumberton from, you know, <clears throat> off from Beaumont, yeah, it's, it's smooth sailing in the morning. There's nobody. But you look coming westbound from Lumberton, oh, it's yeah. bumper to bumper. Bumper to bumper. Everybody who works in, in Beaumont lives in Lumberton. Yeah. You know, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure. Of course, um, of course, the crime in Beaumont's pretty pretty nasty. Yeah, what's crazy though, it's uh, because you know I've I've been back in like Southeast Texas for about three four years, uh, you know, so straight out of high school, like you know, I went to school with your sister, uh, twenty ten, or for me like two thousand nine. I ran off to Houston, right? Yeah. Stayed in Houston for like ten years. Uh, toggled from Houston to Austin, just alternated a little bit, and then came back to town. Uh, what I'm learning about Beaumont, though, is you can be on this side of I-10 and it's a whole different fucking world. Like West End, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I didn't know this, you yeah. know, for my listeners that are from Beaumont, excuse my ignorance, but I didn't know this shit. I didn't, you know, and then you can be like on this side of Beaumont, you got crime and shit, like all kinds of crazy shit happens every day. Um, but like the West End is it ain't too bad. I like it. Oh, yeah. It's just it's it's pretty diverse. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, it's, get, you get whatever you want. Honestly, Southeast Texas uh, in general, I feel like it's just populating so much uh, just due to hurricanes and all these things happening. We're getting a lot of people from Louisiana, a lot of people that were in Houston working in Louisiana. They're realizing, oh, shit, there's Beaumont there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we can all live in this fucking house and go to work in Louisiana and cut time. Yeah. And you all, know, and all the jobs yeah. from the plants to. Chemical plants, refineries from Beaumont, Port Arthur, and Orange. It's just like it's bringing in work from everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely, man. Did you ever, uh, or I guess, you know, in time, uh, in the future, you would you ever consider like having properties in Houston or uh, Austin or Dallas? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just with, with those places, it, it's there's so many fucking people, and it seems like the with, you know, just those large populations, there's so many realtors. Man, uh, there, there's so much. You know what I'm saying? There's, just, there's so much. There's yeah. so much that's out there. I mean, 
if you're looking for deals, houses, you're going to find a lot and you're going to miss a lot. Mm-hmm. You're not even going to see half of them. Yeah. There's just, there's just so many, so many people moving, you know, dying, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, well, here in Texas, man, I just feel like we, we just have this uh, influx of these waves of just people coming here, you know, from all over California, New York. Uh, I know Austin. I stayed in Austin for two years. Austin has just changed so much in the past five years. Really? You know? Yeah. Like I-35, you could used to, you could just sell. You know, now it's bumper to bumper. And that's their main artery. Yeah. You know, Houston, there's like fucking... Five, ten different arteries, 59, 45, oh, yeah. 610, the Loop, Beltway, uh, you know, Grand Parkway. It's, yeah. it's right now for me, um, Houston's too much. So, you know, I'm enjoying Southeast Texas and how uh, slow paced it is. It's a lot. And the traffic. The traffic's My ridiculous. Gosh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're it's trying fucking, to get somewhere. It's like, it's going to take you an hour to get five minutes down the road. Yeah, <laughs> it does. You know? I, I used to. One of my buddies used to live there, and during business hours, it'll take you 45 minutes to go what should take you 10 minutes. Exactly. You know? It's just business hours. Everybody's going to work. Bumper to bumper. Just so much going on, you know? So much, man. So what's in store? Uh, What's what's happening in the future for for Mr. Tawny Gunn? Man, right now, just just living life and growing. Yeah. Trying to learn. You know, obviously— Doing the real estate thing, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of my my go to right now. Yeah, um, it just takes time. Seems to be doing good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's no you can't you can't rush stuff. Yeah, you know, like I said, I did two years of hardcore researching before I even bought a property, mm. and so the you know it's just go out and start tomorrow. If you want to do something, you just got to go out and do it, and then put your head down, and then next thing you know, you look up, and here I am. I was just telling Allie, I was like, it's been a year since we bought our first house, you know? Yeah. I think we did five houses this year or something like that, five or six. Yeah. And I'm like, that's badass, bro. Shit. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, and and she's actually going to Lamar now. So she's got about a year and a half or so left. And so um, we're bowed up, man. We're busy. Yeah. <laughs> we're, that's we're, good, we're though. It's, it, it's like, busy, you know, being busy is good, you know? Um, and, you know, and we appreciate it. Uh, you know, the viewers, we appreciate the videos, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I, it, I, <laughs> it's badass. Honestly, I do them more, more for me yeah. than, than my viewers. <laughs> you know, if it says I have 500 views, I guarantee you 200 of them is from me. <laughs> because yeah. I just I just love the shit, man. Yeah. I, mean, I love fucking guns. You had one, uh, you were like in, in your truck and you're getting out of your truck and you're doing like some tactical training uh, in and out of the truck. Man, I watched that video at least 50 times you know (laughs) yeah man it's it's uh i just decided to do that i said you know i do a lot of barrels and run around barricades and barrels and stuff like that and i said yeah you know what if something happens in your your vehicle and you have to and you have to grab your firearm you know are you going to be able to do that are you going to be familiar with it but between taking a seatbelt off you know moving a firearm getting out yeah you never know what you're gonna have to do. Now, yeah, you never know. Like, you know, we, we we touched on it earlier. You never know what type of situation you're going to be in. Yeah. What's gonna happen? What the next man's thinking that day? Yeah, anything can happen. And that's kind of where that training comes in. It's uh, <clears throat> for one, it's fun. Yeah, and for two, it's it's beneficial. 
Yeah. No, it's not like I'm just throwing money down the drain. I'm, I'm training myself, me yeah. and Allie, and, man, she can shoot. Yeah. Well, I, I've seen her in some, you know, I watch your videos, and some, in some of those videos, she's in the same one. Yeah, she's sick. Bro. I wouldn't want to be in front of that. Bro, I'm telling you. I <laughs> in front remember, of that gun. <laughs> I remember the first time I showed her a gun, it was a Glock 17. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, you know about this gun? Let me show you. Yeah. I show her how to chamber it, how to take the mag out, simple Simple stuff like that. And, uh, you know, she was kind of timid about it. And <laughs> now she's like loading the bullets, slamming it, racking the slide, holstering a gun, you know. God, yeah. She's a monster, man. And it, it's a competition, believe yeah. it or not, because we're both real competitive. Yeah. And she actually outshoots me sometimes. Damn. Yeah, she, she's, she's a beast with the pistol and yeah. don't even get her started with an AR. <clears throat> really? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, she was scared. Yeah, she was scared of the rifles because you know they're big, and she's like, "Yeah, it looks like the Taliban." And I'm like, "No, it's just an AR. Look, yeah. there's no re- there's there's some, slim to no recoil. They're light recoil on right. it, and uh, and and the gun that I have, um, you know, I built one and I have her another one, but yeah, man, she she shot it. She's like, I couldn't get her off of it. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let me. It's my turn, you know. Yeah, man, she just kept shooting because it's so. It's so light and so lightweight, and, yeah. And I already had the optic zeroed, so it was kind of easy. Yeah. And uh, I, I got her trained up good, dude. She's a monster. Yeah, bro. It's, well, it's and she's actually good. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between she knows how to use it and then she's good. She's actually good. Yeah. Well, no, just watching <laughs> you guys' videos. I mean, you're obviously. I think the uh, your confidence shows how knowledgeable you are on your your firearms. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. in the videos, like both of you, you guys have this confidence, and it's like you gotta have that. You gotta have some sort of knowledge on that to have that level of confidence. It goes back to what Grant said: it's the no. Mm-hmm. You need to know how this gun works. Mm-hmm. You know, people like my dad. He doesn't. He used to not carry with one in the one in the chamber, mm. and I didn't either when I was new to firearms. Right, it's because you don't know how the gun works. It's not mm. going to shoot itself. Yeah, you know, you have to pull the trigger. Yeah, and the Glock has a internal safety. You know, you literally have to pull the trigger for it to. to it's not going to fire on on yeah. its own, and so it's it's the no. Yeah, you know, I told her. I put the Glock on the table, unchambered. I said, somebody just broke in the house. What you going to do? And so she, and at first she was like, um, I, I do this, I do that. And I'm like, no, you have to do this. Now she knows exactly what to do. Right. She can check it, see if it's chambered. She knows how to load it. We practice malfunctions. Yeah. Shit like that. And so, man, literally I'll quiz her. I'll yeah. be like, my AR, I'll be like, hey, is, is there one in the hole? Yeah. And she'll she'll go check. She said, "Yeah." I'm like, "Good job." Damn, bro. And then, See, and that's then, good. And then, um, you know, just just general firearm safety, right? You know, um, you know, never <clears throat> point the gun at anything that you don't want to destroy. Right. And that's whether it's loaded or not. Right. You know, because man, there ain't no going back. No, no, not not with something as powerful <laughs> as a firearm. And so. And now she's got full confidence. Yeah, you know? You know? because she's in the know. Yep, for sure. Yep, she 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 knows. Yeah, this is like if, if like this was like with that first rent house. I yeah. knew that was a good deal. Yeah, and it was. So, and you know she's got her license to carry. So yeah. she's packing and uh, <laughs> and she knows what the fuck she's, she's doing, care man. Of business. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man. Well, bro. 
honestly, I, I, you know, I know you don't have time for it, and you know, and I know you say you, you know, you don't know if it'll ha- ever happen, but you need to open up a fucking educational class place because I mean, you know, you, it do well, bro. Yeah. Honestly, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, it would be fun to me, but you know, I'd had that's something that I was looking into. Yeah, because like I said, I'd like another flow. You know, and then the thing about That's this, it, man. the thing about this is it it helps people. Yeah, because exactly because you know there's a lot of single moms out there, and yeah. it's like, man, I feel bad. For they sure, got two kids, and then they don't even know how to use a gun. Yeah, man, you, you need that force multiplier, man. You need to be walking from Kroger and having a gun in your you know your pants or whatever, and. Somebody walk up and you know what the fuck to do. Exactly there's, because there's, there's, the, there's, yeah, that goes on about firearms safety and self defense. That's kind of what got me started too, the like self defense thing. Self-defense you know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> it just there's so much more besides it than just shooting. For sure. You For know? sure. Yeah, like you know, like I said, the the videos are entertaining, but you know, I, I get the the self defense thing. It's it's uh, important and it's necessary. You know, um, like sex trafficking, all <clears throat> these things, especially yeah. with women, the shit's real. Yeah. You know, you you have a girl, I have a girl, and I, I would, you know, Lord forbid, you know, anything ever happened, you know, and they didn't know what to do. You yeah. know, yours obviously knows what to do now. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, just with like a. Ruben, uh, shout, shout out Ruben, Ruben Alanese in Orange. He has a MMA, uh, the Wolf Den gym, uh, Wolf Den gym, and uh, they started a women's self defense class. You know what Real. I'm saying? So yeah, That's good. yeah, you know. So they're teaching women how to. Yeah. You know, subdue and you know submit you know anybody that's coming after them yeah which is fucking fantastic that's good yeah man so i think in the future man you should probably look into opening up some sort of uh <laughs> course or class because i think it'd do extremely well especially you know, in I, this area I, I, i've even thought about it especially because how much ali knows yeah i mean she can instruct somebody on how to do certain things yeah and, and she can relate to women too for sure because sometimes a woman if i try to explain to a woman something she may feel like oh well he's you know, he's a man. He, he knows more. Yeah. But if you have somebody, you know, that's a girl who's like, look, you just do this and that. For sure. She knows, relatable. She knows little small things that she had to overcome to learn. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but, you know, that's why. And she can explain that to them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, and that's really why she carries and she knows how to how to do things, you know, like home defense. <clears throat> you know, you're probably going to pick up an AR over a pistol. Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> it's a lot more effective. It's oh, a man. lot more powerful. And I told her, I'm like, you have to carry this gun with you because no matter how strong you think you are or right. what what you think you know, a man is just so much more powerful. For sure. You know, you can try to strike and, you know, I can overcome that. Yeah. You know, it's just the, it's also a weight thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't have McGregor in a, in a ring with fucking Tyson or somebody right. big because – it would be easy. He could For just sure. grab just that motherfucker. Yeah, just exactly. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter how good you strike, you know, and she can strike good. <clears throat> so, <laughs> but it really doesn't matter when you have yeah. somebody like like me or another man that's just so much more powerful. Yeah, that has so much more weight against you. Yeah, <clears throat> and stuff. But yeah, that that would be fun. <laughs> I'd like to do that, man. Yeah, bro. We we gotta <laughs> we gotta make that happen, man. I can get you out there. You need to come out there with us, man. Nah, bro. Now I definitely will. Now that we've met and everything, yeah. It'd be, hey, 
you, you'll have a fucking blast. Yeah, bro. Because, you know, like I said, like I have common knowledge, you know, I'm no moron when it comes to firearms. I know what, know what to do, but I'm not on you guys' level yet. Yeah. <clears throat> and man, just when I thought I knew, you learn something every day. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, man, I didn't. I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, what if that happened? Or what if this happened? And yeah. You know, just, just scenario things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like you I thought, never know. we go over scenarios. Like if you're pumping gas, you know, and somebody walks up. Yeah. You, you got to create space. For sure. You got to create distance. Yeah. You know, because with carrying a firearm could become more lethal if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, if I take the gun from you and now I can use it against you. Mm. So now how effective is that gun? Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. a lot of women... <clears throat> you need to take note right now. Do not carry your gun in your purse. Mm. Because if I'm I'm coming to rob you and I take your purse, then what do you now have? Now I got everything. Right. Right. Now I got everything. Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> always carry on your on your persons. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I was about to ask you, would you recommend just like a holster if you or something? Oh yeah. Uh, just you, on, yeah. on your person. Yeah, don't be plaques. Nah. <laughs> birds and shoot himself. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, you, you definitely have a holster. Yeah. Definitely. Because anything you could, could snag up and pull that trigger. Yeah. But definitely get a holster. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, badass, bro. Well, you have any last words, man? Anything you want the people to know? How they can follow your, your badass videos? <laughs> man, you know, just uh, I don't really have too much. Uh, I do post some, some funny, some fun looking videos. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it, man. Yeah, badass, man. <laughs> well, well, great, bro. Beautiful, man. It was nice meeting you. I'm so glad to have you on the show, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome yeah. back anytime. Yeah, man. Nice meeting you. <laughs> yes, sir. Until next time, everybody. Peace.